welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your hosts, Rachel Paul and, and Vicki Collier. So uh, welcome to the show, everyone. We are going to be talking about the connection between smoking and periodontal disease. As a hygienist, did you really need to know that someone had written an article about the link to smoking and gum disease? <laughs> um, no, I did not. No, I didn't either because you, would, you knew that those patients, who, you could tell immediately. Yeah. It's kind of like flossing. They could have lied about it. You would have known they were lying anyway yeah. because you can tell by the condition of their gums, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, and usually other things too. But, but you know, so I, I, my thoughts were if you smoke, you're more than likely if you smoke for a long period of time, mm -hmm. you are, I'm going to say, 99% of the time going to have mm -hmm. issues with gum disease. Yep, yep, for sure. And um, I don't know if I've told this story before, but back when I was in hygiene school, mm -hmm. we had to pick a patient to take to boards. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, my patient was a heavy smoker. Right. He was a young guy. Yeah. Like in his 20s. Yeah. But a heavy smoker, so he was actually the perfect candidate to take, right. you know. Except, like, I didn't really think about all the stain. I should have thought about that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but, um, but it's just crazy, you know, that, that you look at their gums yeah. and it's so tight, and all of a sudden you get in there with the Cavitron, and it's just like... Oh, oh yeah. Well, I, I've probably talked about this. I, let's see, let's call him Andy. Um, <laughs> you know, he had beautiful teeth. They were straight. They were, he had never had a cavity in his yeah. life. Um, they, um, he was a smoker and had been for a long time. He was in his forties at this point. Um, honestly, if you looked at him, you would not know. And he didn't, he didn't think there was a problem because he never even had a cavity. You know, he right. never even, of course I was in the dentist every time he turned around when I was a kid. So I was kind of used to that. Right. But he had anywhere from seven to nine millimeter pockets around every tooth. Why he was not mobile, I don't know. Right. But. It was so hard for me to make him understand, and but this was all. I know it was because of smoking. Yeah. I know that because he'd been smoking since he was a kid. Right. And and but it was really hard for me to, because he didn't bleed. You know, it reduces the vascularity of the tissue. Right. So it wasn't like he was bleeding. You know, real crazy right. at, at all. Um, and he didn't have any other. So it was really hard for me to let him make him understand the link between not only the smoking and the periodontal disease, but that he should even follow through with periodontal treatment. Right, You know, yeah. insurance didn't cover it, he didn't want to do it because he didn't see any problem, didn't right. feel any problem. Yeah. yeah, and his gums weren't even bleeding. So right, exactly. <laughs> so we know that, you know, I'd like to think that in 2017, we are at a point where people should know it's not smart to smoke anymore. Right. Um, but we know it's not always, it's not easy to, to stop that if that's something you've done for a long time. But I think it becomes our responsibility as, as healthcare providers to do what we can. We sometimes get complacent about it, I think. I think finally we see enough of it, we figure I'm not going to bother them with this anymore, you know, to remind them about waste that they should quit. They just think I'm seeing me as nagging. It's kind of like, are yeah. you smoking or are you flossing? I'm just nagging them all the way around, you know, yeah. so. Well, and I think too, you know, in regards to smoking, it's like they have to, in their mind, decide that they want to quit. Sure. Like me sure. telling them, you know, smoking is uh, directly linked to periodontal disease. Well, mm -hmm. Like until they they've like decided in their mind that they want to quit, it's probably not a whole lot I can yeah, do. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> really. But I still think you know. But we may get through to someone. You know, well, you're it's exactly still our right. Due diligence is to educate them, and, right. and who knows? It might be that you catch them on the right day, where they've been thinking about it and your spill about you know how it's connected and right. showing them the signs of period and that they actually have active period. That might be. Ex 
the, the sure, golden ticket, sure. right? And you hope that you will catch that before they get to the point where every tooth has a nine millimeter pocket around right. it, you know? Right. Um, we know that for years, smoking tobacco products is detrimental to a person's health, obviously, but heart issues and respiratory issues are not the only problems that arise from years of smoking. Um, we know that. We see gingival health uh, tissue decrease with smokers. Um, it appears that smoking may be one of the most significant risk factors in the development and progression of periodontal disease. Again, I say I did not need someone's research to tell me that because <laughs> I had done this long enough. Yeah, but, I say smoking, diabetes, um, and obesity. Yeah, absolutely. Those are like the top I think three so too. risk factors. Yeah, if you have any and all of those, you're going to have the, the, yeah. you're going to see the signs of that. In the yeah, I don't code. even need to, don't even bother with the pro. I'm just, I'm yeah, kidding. Just, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, kidding. She did Please not don't say quote that. Me don't take that. That's right. All right. So uh, obviously, see more attachment loss, mm -hmm. um, more alveolar bone loss, um, deeper pro breathings. We've talked about that. Um, more teeth with furcation involvement, and more tooth loss. Um, so we know there's a connection. We know that it is our responsibility to help to educate our patients in any way that we can. And we've talked in other episodes, things that we can do, you know, we talk about blood pressure and, and diabetes screening and whatever else that you might do. This is our due diligence as well. We've got or our obligation to our patients to let them see the relationship with that. I had a close relative once who ended up in dentures and told me that it was because um, hormones or or I don't remember what but and it may have a relationship to that but she smoked like a freight train from the whole time I ever knew her so I knew even without having been her dental hygienist that 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 smoking had to play a large part in her being indentures in her 50s right you know so we've got to but but her but her the message that she had received was that it really wasn't her fault it was it was something she couldn't control yeah and i think that's there are things that you cannot control obviously with regard right. to risk factors to gum disease but there are this some that can that be controlled can. and i yeah. think so and i think it's our obligation to to tell them yeah obviously you know. if you have type 1 diabetes you can't i mean you can control it but you yeah there's you were Born yeah, that. sure. Can, it's, a, yeah. it's a disease. It's, it's a not, disease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely smoking is something that you can take control of. So, what do you think we would say to a patient that um, that has periodontal disease and smoking and um, acts interested in and in getting treated? Is there is, is there a place that you? I can... know there. I've seen states that have a a, a program. They promoted mm -hmm. a, a, a smoke. I don't know that Georgia. We're in Georgia. I don't know if Georgia does or not. Yeah. But I think looking into that and seeing what, what are the resources do. available. Um, I know that the ADA has put out, uh, they, they, they refer patients to askadviserefer.org is a good spot to, to refer patients to. And there's also smokefree.gov. Okay. Um, they have, you know, phone line. I think there are more ways to help patients do that. And I, I'd like to think we're more, safe, more health conscious now as we continue to progress uh, than, than we might used to have been. Um, you know, we talk about gum disease. We know that 41% of the cases are attributed to current smoking uh, and 10% to former smoking. So oh, okay. the sooner they stop, the better. Um, but we haven't even talked about oral cancer. Oh. You know, we talk about gum disease, but we know that um, it's it's not often noticed. It's undiagnosed for a long time sometimes because yeah. it's not painful. Right. So um, that's another reason we must be doing our oral cancer screenings for every patient, but especially those who are who are current and former smokers. Yes, yeah, high risk for oral cancer and perio, right. which are also two uh, the top two lawsuits in dentistry. Well, so, yeah, so go ahead. You have so, a smoker sitting yeah. in your chair. Get ready to do some serious the, screening. And that tells you that the ball has been dropped somewhere then. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's estimated that 
$3.2 billion is spent each year in the U.S. for treatment of head and neck cancers. Now, those numbers are a few years old. It could be even higher than that now, probably closer to $4 billion oh, I'm sure. uh, or more. But, um, but that's scary. And we are, that, we are their first line of defense for that, I think. Yeah. I would, you know, I would just encourage all of our listeners out there, like, contact your state, first of all. You can find out if, you, if they have smoking um, cessation programs. And then um, have the brochures in your office if you don't have them, yeah. right? So have yeah. them available. And, and don't assume that if you have a patient who's been a long-term smoker, don't assume that they'll never quit or never entertain sure. it. You never sure. know what circumstances are going on in a person's life Absolutely. that will make them I don't smoke, make... and I've gone through some things that sometimes I feel like I ought to start. <laughs> right? I'm kidding. We, we used to, oh, this makes me think of growing up, we'd go out to dinner, and this is when they had smoking and non-smoking yes. sections. Mm-hmm. and. They'd ask, and my dad's always a jokester, and he'd say, well, we don't smoke, but if you give me a pack of cigarettes, I'll start. I'm like, ah, every time. Why, why? I know, that was so funny. Um, but, but, yeah, so don't assume that they, you know, just because they've right. been smoking forever, they don't want to stop. At least we can give them some resources. You don't have to do it without being pushy and making them feel like a terrible person. Sure, you know? sure. There's ways to do that. But educating them, I think, is a really big part. Show right. them the numbers. Give them the statistics and let them know what that's doing. I mean, I, People, like you said, people know it's bad for your health. Yeah. Not tell them something they don't already know. Right. But and if show you can concern. show them, yeah. like if you can show them the progression of their periodontal disease Absolutely. and let them know. I always say people are more motiva- motivated by a sense of loss than gain. Hey, you know what? The rate you're going, you're going to yeah, lose you're your You're losing. Teeth. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like just, you don't have to sugarcoat that. Right. You know, just right. lay it out there. I think a lot of people actually would appreciate that. I think, I think so we too. sugarcoat things too much. Yeah, be direct. Tell me what you want me to know. Yeah, I'll do what I, I mean, want to with the information, but don't to yeah. make the decision to stop, but you know, again, it's our job to give them yeah. the education right. and provide the tools if they want to quit. You know, let's help them out. Sure. Make that easier sure. for them. I think we should be a, a resource. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, be sure to check out hygieneprofitleaders.com to get podcast notes. Um, Also, subscribe on iTunes if you have access to iTunes or any really like Overcast, any of those, and then that way you can get the alerts. Um, We do have new episodes that come out every Friday. We really appreciate you listening to this episode. And until next time, stay stay educated. educated.